hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today we are going to be interviewed, girls. Can you, this is going to be fun. We have a guest host, which we'll be introducing in just a few minutes and get ready for that interview. So now it's time for you to grab a drink if you're a listener or go on that walk because we are about to get started. So let's go for it. What's on your needles, Brianna? I am getting back into the teddy bear that I talked about a few episodes ago now because my ampersand wrap is finally done. I actually have all of the supplies in front of me behind my computer um, to block it. So this week is going to be blocking. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing the teddy bear this week and some of the sampler stitch patterns as well. Great. Busy. You've been a machine. That's great. It's, it feels good to have a done project and not just like a hundred half finished ones. <laughs> One and done is always great. All right. So and my knitting needles right now is I did start a new sock and it is another toe up sock. I'm going to hold it up. Our listeners can't see it, but on Zoom, you can. And the name of this pattern is called To the Moon and Back. So I am enjoying this. I kind of changed it a little bit to make it more relaxing. I'm not really knitting moons into it. I'm just knitting lines, but I'm enjoying it. And then my other project is the tiger scarf, which isn't getting as much time as it should. So that's on my needles. Natalie? So I finished another Christmas stocking this week. I'm taking a brief hiatus from them. Um, I am working on the crochet sampler pattern squares. And I'm also, I just started another strange brew. For, I'm going to make my nephew's strange brew sweaters for um, Christmas that have little reindeers in them. So they'll match. Yeah. Love it. That's a great gift. Speaking of Christmas stockings, you just reminded me, I have another stocking to knit. Remember I knit last year for my, my friends across the street and we knew she had let me know then she whispered to me that there would be another stocking knit that I need to knit. And that baby was born on Saturday morning. So I have another stocking to knit, which is the beauty of stockings. Yes. Yes. Knitting them. All right. So that's what's on our needle. So let's go into the, let's talk about our topic. So our topic, there is no topic. Our, we are going to be interviewed tonight, Brianna and Natalie. I'm so excited. We have a special host. Our host is Chris Farmer. And I just wanted to introduce him. He is, um, I've, he's been a friend of mine for a long time because of Natalie. And he is the soon to be husband of your knitting girl, Natalie. So welcome. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. It's all yours now. All right. So figured I'd start with an easy one. I just wanted to know what your favorite childhood memory was. Like that's easy. I feel like none of this is going to be easy. Um, But I guess I'll start since I'm the first one. Um, My favorite childhood memory that I could think of is when I was about like 10 or 11 years old, me and my two best friends at the time choreographed a dance to the song Don't Stop Me Now by Queen in my basement. Like the entire song 
had choreography to it and we did it all of the time I don't think we ever performed it for people because two out of three of us were not performers and myself included um but we that was like every day we would get together after school and just like dance in my basement (laughs) that's so cool that's a great memory do you still remember any of it I actually do remember some of it. I'm not going to do it on or off camera, though. <laughs> Very cool. Should I go next? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm loving having a host to interview us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So tell me to be quiet. Um, so my favorite childhood memory is the tree that was in our backyard. And it was, you know, in that time period, like you, Brianna, I was probably 10, 11 years old. And it was just like the tree that we hung out of, out under. It was big, there was shade. And it's sort of where you either kind of leaned up against the tree to read a book, depending upon the friend you were with, or it was where we pulled out, believe it or not, I was still playing with Barbies at like 10 and 11. We'd pull out our Barbies or it'd be the place where we'd sit down and just like share a snack. So it was the tree in my backyard growing up and that tree's not there anymore. I love that. It's crazy how like a thing can like remind you so much of your childhood like that. It's so crazy. Um, Okay. So my favorite childhood memory that I can like really vividly remember was my, I I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. Happened always. When I was in middle school, my mom brought me to the Borders launch party for the seventh Harry Potter book. And we went at midnight and we stood in line and we got our book and it was awesome. It was so much fun. So it's one of my favorite memories. That's so fun. I feel like you have to tell us too, Chris. Like, I feel like you have to answer these questions too. <laughs> oh, I didn't come prepared for that. I was oh, asked the... to ask, what? answer the questions. Got one to throw us? Oh boy. Um... I'll, I'll come back to it. How about this? I ask the next question that I have, and then I'll answer both of them sequentially as we go around. Perfect. Good. All right. I said it was an easy one. Now that I'm on the spot, I'm realizing the difficulty of that. <laughs> you just got thrown under so, the bus. Yeah. Natalie. <laughs> so the next question I have is, uh, if you were remembered for one thing, what will it be? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's something like, inspiring or innovative but um I I have a feeling and I've actually thought about this before I'm pretty sure it's gonna be something insane like how I kept dead mice in my freezer for a couple months and then brought them on a hiking trip to give them a funeral I'm pretty sure everyone knows that story and that's the only thing that people are gonna remember about me that was very kind of you. I thought it was really nice. And you know what? I would do it again. I didn't think it was weird. I thought it was very nice. And I had closure afterwards. So I would do it again. I would do it with my cat and my dog if I could. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> could be like a whole new service that you provide. I will keep your pet on ice until you're going away. And then I'll seriously yeah. for you. <laughs> Oh my, that is really nice though. All right, so I, I guess I was going to be remembered for one thing. The thing that goes through my mind right now, I guess, is knitting. Um, like I'm thinking about what I did and I guess most people, what they know about me is that I knit. So I'm going to go with knitting. 
not very creative, is it? But it, well, knitting is creative, but my, but knitting. Yeah, that's all right. Or my hairstyle tonight. I'm not sure which. <laughs> no, not the hairstyle. <laughs> That's um, for me, I think, well, so I think I'm going to be remembered for my Christmas stockings. Oh, I yeah. think, I think that will be my legacy will be all the stockings I knit in this life. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a really good one, Natalie. Actually, you inspire me to strive for that. That's a great one. It's a fun time. Not just knitting, but actually that what you knit you're remembered for. I love it. That's yeah. why heirloom knitting is so important. Yes, it is. That's how your name lives on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. So my favorite childhood memory, we'll circle back to that one real quick. I think my favorite childhood memory, there's a couple close ones, so it took me a minute to think about. But uh, growing up, I had the best time going on uh, playing soccer. I just had so many friends on the team and being able to travel and experience new places, traveling, playing with them. And to me, sports are a big part of my life. So I'd probably have to say the childhood memories I have playing soccer are my favorite. Uh, and if I remember for one thing, what would it be? I would probably have to say, if you ask Natalie, it's being late. <laughs> but I would like to think I'd be remembered for um, you know, putting a smile on people's faces. I think that I try my best to uh, make everyone feel welcome uh, and be included. And I hope that's something that resonates uh, with other people. So it's not just me projecting what I want uh, to be remembered for on other people, but hopefully I'm remembered for that. I love that, Chris. That's why we love you. That is great. Yeah. And if you continue to project it out there, it will happen. It'll be a fact. So this leads into the next one. How would your parents describe you? I mentioned that Natalie would say I'm remembered for being late, but how my parents would describe me. Kathy will go to you and I'll get an answer when I come around. I go first or Brianna? Oh, Brianna, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the order on the screen here. <laughs> I hate going first. Um, I'm pretty sure this is a direct quote from my dad is something with physical therapy and teaching knitting. Doesn't know what I do. <laughs> Except the teaching knitting part. That's good. Um, I, I'm not a physical therapist, but I do work in a physical therapy clinic. So I suppose he is close. <laughs> I love that. You know, as I'm thinking about that, I my mom really didn't understand what I did when I worked um, my previous, my first retirement, when I worked in financial services, I know she didn't really understand that. My dad probably did. So he probably could have told you that I worked in the stock market, but he didn't know exactly what I did in it. But they both certainly understood what I did when I opened the knitting shop. Um, and of course, from my mother's perspective, it was all joy. It was the greatest thing in the world. My daughter has a knitting shop and she teaches knitting and, and it's you know all good. And my dad would have been a little bit more panicked, proud, but panicked. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Chris, you sort of asked this question too in this way. And this crossed my mind. If my mother, if my mother, parents had to tell you like their thought of who I am, my mother's thought would be not so much what I did, but she would tell you that Kathy is so damn bossy. Okay, <laughs> so I'm a, just a bossy person. That's what I do. I boss people around. <laughs> 
Right. Those exact words come out of her mouth. Oh, she told it to everybody too. Remember, she's so damn bossy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Miss Adna. I like that. I like the duality of the question. So if I, if my parents had to describe what I did for a living, I think that they would say I put pants on television, which is fairly accurate. Um, and then I teach knitting classes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I think that they get pretty spot on. Um, but if they had to describe me, I think they would just tell people that I never shut up ever. <laughs> I, I'm a talker. <sighs> So my parents would describe what I do as, or I guess this is stolen from Natalie. I think she put this in their head, but uh, basically that I draw pretty pictures for a living. So pretty. As an architect, I design public facilities, um, but the parts that I show them aren't the technical drawings or anything like that. It's just the cool render and then the finished product. Yeah. So to them, they think I draw pretty pictures, I'm sure. <laughs> That's pretty how would they describe you they would yeah and i apologize i misread the questions here i kind of combined two different ones um, works out. Yeah, my works. parents would probably describe me as energetic and fun loving i think those are words that would resonate with them when describing me mm-hmm. we can ask your mom next week oh. to, <laughs> to confirm we can i'm sure my mom's going to be listening to this as well <laughs> I'll get my a text mom, about it when it's published. <laughs> my mom should send us an email and to tell us what she thinks about me. Because I would think my parents probably would say that I um keep a lot of secrets or like I, I don't tell them things until after th- something happens, which mm-hmm. is just like what I do with everybody. I just like to, you know, keep people on their toes. <laughs> mom if you're listening let me know (laughs) oh gosh so moving on to the next question if you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would it be um I had to legitimately think about this question I I think we all saw these beforehand I didn't even like make notes except for this one because it was too much to think about. Um, But if I could go back and say one thing, it would probably be um, to try your hardest, but not take every little thing so seriously. Like if something doesn't work out the way you wanted to, it's not the end of the world. And, you know, failures, mistakes, changes to what whatever I thought the big plan was um are just a part of the process of life I actually wish I could go back even further than 18 years old and like tell my 10 year old self this because I feel like I have thought that way since I was born and I'm just getting to the point now where like that that doesn't make any sense like there is no just like um one destination like life is a journey and you make it however you want to make it and it's okay to change your mind and you know change your ideas change the people that are around you at you know to make your life better and to grow the the way that you want to grow Rihanna I feel like you were on my walk with me (laughs) I was 
listening to um, a podcast, which is one of my, it is my favorite podcast to listen to besides ours. And it was, in fact, I was going to share this with you girls tonight. It was called The Skill of Reinvention, Mastering the Skill of Reinvention with Coach Pamela Mitchell. And it was that whole, it is good, it is acceptable. Um, it just, yeah. I, Anyway, I'll be sure you know about this. You need to listen to it. It was yes. really, I mean, I'm in a different phase than you guys. And it had me also thinking through like, what are the things you want to reinvent or change? And it's fine. Um, this also, this I love this question, by the way. Um, I feel like it makes me want to sit down someday this week and write a letter to myself and open it in five years. Yeah. And just, I wish I had done that my whole life. I know that there's some schools like in their senior year that do like um, uh, experiences with senior kids who are seniors in high school that they write a letter to themselves and they open it like 10 years later yeah. at their class reunion. And I think that's gotta be really interesting. So if I was going back to being 18 years old, which was a really long time ago, um, my advice would be, and it's really the advice I've adopted just recently is one day at a time one day at a time, focus, and don't try to multitask. It, I, it, I, I, I am a multitasking failure. Brianna, it sounds a little bit like the projects. I've got 10 knitting projects going, which is all fun and good, but I'm not finishing any of them. So that would really be my advice to relive my life one day at a time with focus and reduce the amount of multitasking I think I need to do in my life. Yeah, right. I like that. Um, I was thinking about this on my walk this afternoon, Kathy, as well. Um, and I, I think for me, it would be that life doesn't exist on a deadline because I'm a deadline person, big deadline person, I'm a big list person. And I, if I can't cross everything off my list, I like feel really rough. <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, that, that's, I probably wouldn't have set that habit at 18. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Plus what you don't get done on your list today gives you a start on your list for tomorrow. <laughs> right. So I've gotten a lot better. Like now, whatever I don't cross off of my list for the day, I actually start in the morning my list with those things so that like, I still feel like I'm continuing the process, but um, I would say that's like new in the past couple of months. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right, Chris, how about you? If I could go back and give myself one piece of advice, it would be that, you know, things work out. I think it's along the similar lines of what Brianna was mentioning. And I think that trust yourself is a big lesson that we realize when we're older. And I think that knowing that at a younger age would definitely have changed the trajectory of, of where I am now. Um, I think that would probably be the best piece of advice I'd give myself if I could go back in time. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. So right. if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? My book would not be a book about anything in particular. It would actually be just a book of poetry. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I would just write a book of poems. That's all. That's cool. Uh, yeah. that's <laughs> All right. And my book would be a children's book because that's about the level I can read a whole book and write a whole book, maybe. 
But I mean, I love children's books. I love the illustrations and everything. In fact, I have two children's books downstairs from their public library that I've been borrowing. So when my neighbors across the street come over and I'm reading them too, I love them. But it would be a children's book that I write and it would be about Edna. It would be about my mom. So yeah, I would write a story about her. I love that. That's really cool. You should really do that. I really want to. You should. You should. That'd be cool. Starting tomorrow. Let's, we'll hear the report next week. <laughs> How it's going. How's the progress? <laughs> One page uh, at a time. <laughs> that's right. One page at a time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I really like reading fantasy novels. I just think it's cool because like they built like a whole world. So I think I would want to, I would want to build my own world like that. I think it would be cool. That's cool. What about you? If I had to write a book tomorrow, I'm kind of boring when I read. I love nonfiction. So I would not be able to start writing tomorrow. I'd want to do a deep dive on some research and topic, become an expert about it, and then write the book. Nice. Uh, I think that learning, I think that there's a lot to go along with learning. And I think for me, being able to share something that I'm interested in, learned about, and then pass that information on would be a really cool experience to have so I would read all of those books guys <laughs> don't you love the variety of this and it just reminds you that there is a book for everything there is a book you know and there's more books that need to be written mm -hmm. all right yeah love it so I really like this next question if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life what would it be hands down they have to be handmade they cannot be frozen ones but pierogies with fried onions and Reese's pumpkins for dessert I that's two meals but I'm counting it as one I could eat pierogies every single day of my life wow so good I can still see those lunches we would have at the shop remember we'd go next door and those pierogies were yes Heavenly, heavenly. Yeah, we're really good. All right, so mine Hungry. is- Hungry. I know. <laughs> crusty rolls with butter. I don't even need, I don't need a meal. I just want to eat warm, crusty rolls with butter. All right. Oh, I love bread and butter. Can you tell I love bread and butter? <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> you guys really won't be surprised by mine at all. I just want a vat of Wawa mac and cheese. It's the largest, like a family size. Yep. And I never want to gain a pound. Yeah. And I will be happy. And I never want to ever have to look at a vegetable ever again. Just mac and cheese. <laughs> well, a side of french fries? A side of fries with that? Maybe chicken tenders on top. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have the palate of an eight-year-old. <laughs> But it's so good. It's such a classic meal. It is. It's it's a very classic Natalie meal too. That was that's my Wawa order every yeah. time. Every time. Chris knows. It's the way to my heart. Yes. Without fail, every time. True comfort. True comfort. Yep. So my favorite meal would be, and I would want to eat it all the time, would be uh, steak with a baked potato and broccoli on the side. Wow. Two ends of the spectrum over here. 
but a really well-rounded meal compared to all of ours <laughs> and broccoli chris <laughs> he's a veggies guy wow we needed to have you at the knitting shop more. You would have been right there with us in carb heaven too. <laughs> you could add the warm uh, bread with butter on the side too for okay. my meal. I'd be very content with that, Kathy. Okay, good. Good. All right. All right. Uh, what is one podcast that you'd recommend to our listeners other than Knitting Shop Live? Um, I feel like I've said this before, but I would highly recommend the podcast Ologies by Allie Ward. Um, she is the host of the podcast, but she interviews all of these different people who study different things. And it's called Ologies because these people are all specialists in their field. They're ologists of whatever the topic is. And it is so interesting. Um, some of them are very like serious about what they research you know what they live for um some of the podcast episodes are hilarious like you know there was one episode about the science of laughter and the person she was interviewing was like the most like straight edge like didn't crack a joke one time but studies laughter for his job his entire life it was just so good like you really get a deep dive into all of these topics that you would never think of um so ologies by ali ward it's it's awesome that's pretty cool that sounds like the book that chris wants to write yeah podcast that that's yeah, a needed to into that <laughs> one. all right so mine is and, and mine is the same as well but I always want to make sure that everybody knows to check it out it's the weekly walk and I love it they're 30 minute segments um, by a husband and wife and it is it's a podcast that's not telling you how to walk it's a podcast that they develop for people that they encourage people to take a walk while you listen to this so they always have nice subjects some are inspirational some are motivational um, they're just lovely topics and they're 30 minutes long. And then they um, also interview people oftentimes too. So that's a fun addition into it as well. So that is my recommendation, the weekly walk. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Um, mine is How I Built This. I think it's an NPR podcast. It was like a years. <laughs> Someone stole mine. I know. Sometimes we listen to it in the car together, but um, I really like it because I always find it fascinating how people who have built successful businesses and companies have gotten to where they are and just like the qualities that they have too. Um, I feel like it's, it's just interesting because there's always a lot of struggle that goes with it. And I just find it to be like a good lesson in resilience, like listening to them speak. So um, it's interesting. It's, it's uplifting too, I think to, you know, celebrate someone's success like that way. So it's yeah. a fun time. <laughs> and I learned about crypto with the last one we listened together. So now I know how that works. <laughs> okay, I need to listen to that because I am baffled by crypto and I'm curious. So I need to listen to that. Good one. I think he, uh, it was the guy who started um, Coinbase. Coinbase. Yeah. He started Coinbase. It was a good one. And I, I was, I was so confused about crypto. Like I kind of get it, but it's just like so systematically like it's kind of complex. So it was cool. He kind of broke it down. And by the end, I was like, I feel like I could tell someone about this. <laughs> so it was cool. 
that was also going to be my podcast. Uh, I really love listening to it. And I thought I was going to be in the clear. I thought Natalie was going to pick a, a murder mystery podcast that she also listens to all the time. I don't like to be predictable. So <laughs> highly recommend that podcast if you have the opportunity to listen to it. Very cool. And I think we're coming to the end of some of the questions here. The one last one written down that I have is where can the listeners find you? Um, well, people can find me and Natalie. I guess I'll speak for both of us. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram as our business, Roots Knitting Academy. And we also have a website, rootsknitting.com. And you could email us at info.rootsknitting at gmail.com, which will all be in the show notes. Wow. You're on every one of those. So you're Facebook, Instagram, email, and the internet. Yes, we are. Yep. Very cool. We can find you somewhere. We will find you. All right. So for me, um, I'm retired. Oh, I didn't say that yet. So now that I'm retired, I just had to get that in there. You'll find me on Instagram. I'm, I'm me. I'm Kathy Finley on Instagram and I have email Kathy Finley net. So you can find me in those two places. So you can follow us or email us. Natalie, where about you? I'm the same as Brianna, but Kathy, I'm going to start. I feel like we should like start taking bets about how many minutes in you're going to say I'm retired. Yeah. Like, like just for fun. And then when we go back, we can see like who got closest to the minute second mark. <laughs> March madness kind of, we could have like a pool, yeah, like a bracket or something. Bracket, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you guys go back and listen to the episode, you have to figure out what time because you know I'm not listening to it I'm not even I'll, send a text. <laughs> I'll, I'll just send a text it'll be like a minute second and you'll know that's what I'm talking like about it. <laughs> it's a longer tonight by the way didn't it I, I forgot yeah yeah I was it's because we've got Chris with us so, and a host and it's like wow okay all right so Chris where are we gonna find you Nowhere. <laughs> yes. I'm not very active on uh, the internet in that regard. Yeah. I want to learn. A lot of guys are. All right. So any added questions, Chris? Anything, any one of us you want to throw under the bus as the host? No, I, I think I'm okay this time around. Maybe next time. Mm. If you'll have me back. Again? If you have me back, I'll do it again. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for doing this. So um, that was a lot of fun to have somebody ask the questions to us. And they're just questions that, you know, some of it has to do with knitting. Some of it is just hopefully something that you found interesting. So any news that we should throw out there to the world of knitters at this time or the world of listeners? Um, I don't think so. No. We're starting teaching our first classes at Roots this weekend. So we are, if you're listening and you're enrolled in classes, we are so excited to start knitting with you and keep knitting with each other. So um, there's that little piece of excitement. But other than that, Can unless you, you want to. What's the first class you're teaching and when is it? Um, knit sampler class actually is officially the first, quickly followed by crochet sampler. So if you're in the sampler classes, you are in our inaugural Roots Knitting yeah. live <laughs> um, This Saturday, May 7th. And the, the knit one's at 10 a.m. and then the crochet's at 11.30. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. That's, that's, that's a special memory. You'll never forget that. You will never forget <laughs> that. And you'll never forget the people who were there with you. It's pretty <laughs> 
fascinating. So that's great. All right. And the other news, then let's just whisper it. So next week's topic is time to hit the road. It is that time of year. Chris, you're a guy all for this, hitting the road. Any road trips planned? None at the current moment. He's trying. I'm trying very, very hard to convince Natalie that we should take another road trip sometime soon. However, Natalie is looking forward to a more stationary. You're breaking up. So we will have to hatch that one out. However, stay tuned. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah, you guys have had some great adventures. So that's what we're going to talk about next week is time to hit the road. We've got some questions to think about there. So yeah, please tune in if you as you continue to listen to us. And it's episode number. Do you remember what episode we're doing tonight? I think this is 118. Okay. So next week will be 119. Yeah, I think so. That's amazing. We 119 um, podcasts. So please join us um, or listen in again next week. So with all that information said, um, thank you for a great time tonight, Chris, being our host. We, again, would always love to hear from you. And we invite you to join us recording a future podcast. You could be the next host with us. We'd love to have a guest. And if you are interested, please email us. Our email addresses are in the description for tonight's episode. Um, it's info.rootsknitting at gmail.com and it's kathyfinleyknits at gmail.com. Or again, look at the description um, if you would like to join us on the show. So if you do like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink or your walk by now because it is time for us to bind off. Thank you for listening. Thank you.